Hey, thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be encouraged by the Lord to not be disappointed. Let's acknowledge Him. Jesus, you said when we came together that you would be here, so we just believe you are. We just acknowledge you. We thank you and praise you for your wisdom, your revelation knowledge. We know that you want to teach us how to live well, how to have those promises that you promise in our lives. And not only that, to be an example of you and show how good you are for those who don't know you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. I just feel him prompting me today to talk to you who have not asked him to be your God. Before we start to offer to pray with you, you know, he came, Jesus came. God wanted Jesus to come to show us how good he is. And he came and he laid down his life for us. He said he has the power to pick it up and to lay it down. And he did that so that we could be right with the Father, so we could get understanding, so his spirit could live on the inside of us. And in Revelation 3.20, it tells us, Jesus said, if you want me to come and live on the inside of you, if you invite me in, he said that he would come in and he would dine with us. He would hang out with us. And that's what it takes to be born of the Spirit, to be able to even see what the Word um, is. I mean, you can read the Word without having decided to surrender to Jesus and you won't get it. But if you ask him to come live on the inside of you, he's going to enlighten you. You're going to be able to see things you hadn't seen before. So if that's you, if you would just pray with me before we even start our, our good lesson today, our teaching from him, that'd be so cool. Let's do that. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want good for us and, and that you want to come and live on the inside of us so you can be there for us all the time so that you can teach us your way. And so we just receive you. We acknowledge you. We thank you that you would just come and live on the inside of us. Open our eyes to see the truth. Put your glasses on us so we can actually see the truth of life, the truth of who you are, and even the truth about ourselves. We love you. We praise you. We, we just want you to correct us, to teach us your way. We just receive anything that you want to give us, because without you, we can't do anything. Just love you. Give you all the glory in your name. So if you said that prayer, it's going to be so much easier for you to get it, for you to understand what he's saying here today. And um, when he's living on the inside of you, he just makes the word of God real to you. He makes himself real to you. And John 1, 1, he says, he is a word in the beginning was the word and the word is God. And so him being his word, you got to get to know the word, which is what we're going to do today. So I wanted to read to you actually my favorite scripture, John 10, I mean Romans 10, verse 11. Scripture says, no man who believes in him, who adheres to, relies on, and trusts in him will ever be put to shame or be discouraged. God wants to encourage us today. He's saying that we're not going to be discouraged when we put his trust, our trust in him. And the other thing he did is he turned it around today and gave me a different look at, of it. If, if, we're, if we're looking to him, um, if we're looking to him, we're not going to be discouraged, right? So we're not going to be discouraged while, while we're looking to him. We're just not going to be discouraged. We're not going to be depressed. 
you know, we're, we're not going to have a sadness about us because we believe, because we're encouraged, because we're seeking after him. And actually, Matthew 7, Jesus said, keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. So much of the time, I, I think people think, keep on begging, keep on asking him. And really what we're asking for is revelation knowledge. We're asking for the recipe, so to say, to how to live in the kingdom of God. We're asking really to know God is maybe a better way to put it. We're asking to know him because when we know him, we have understanding. And when we have understanding, then we can actually live in his kingdom. When Jesus came, he lived in heaven on the earth. He lived by God's way of doing and being right. In fact, he said that in Matthew 6.33, to seek God's way of doing and being right. And so when you keep on seeking and you keep on knocking, what you're doing is you're seeking to know. If I'm asking God for something and it doesn't happen, I keep on seeking, I keep on knocking for revelation knowledge. And you know, God is so good. He's so gentle. He's so kind. He's so all-knowing that he just gives you a little direction at a time. And so, for instance, if you're seeking him in your healing, my son is doing that. He's seeking God in his healing. And God gives him a little direction at a time. And then once he gets that, once he does it, then God gives him another direction. And he works the same way with me. He always has. And so, you know, you can even like know the principle of calling those things to be not as though they were. And then if there's something you need to know, God will tell you. He'll tell you what's in the way. He'll give you a direction. And so the whole point of um, seeking and knocking is to get direction. It's not getting, it's not asking God to do something. The thing is, is God already made provision for us. And so what we're doing is learning how to live in his kingdom. We're seeking that precious pearl. We're seeking his way of doing and being right. And then when he gives us an answer, it's exciting. I got an answer. And not only did you get an answer, you heard from heaven and you know that he's encouraging you. And so if you're asking him for healing and um, he says to forgive someone, he's encouraging you. He's showing you how to get there. And that's an exciting thing. And how can you be depressed or discouraged if he's encouraging you, if he's leading you on. And, you know, some things take a little longer and sometimes it's more than one direction. But if you keep getting up every day and you keep seeking him, then you're going to find him. He's going to keep giving you direction. Now, on the other hand, you know, if we were just seeking God and he wasn't true to his word and, and, um, he wasn't giving you answers, then yeah, you'd have a right to blame him and get disappointed. But the opposite is true. He sought in his word in Second Chronicles that his eyes roam to and fro throughout the earth, trying to find someone he can show himself strong to. So he's just waiting for you to seek him. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, Jesus said, and the door would be open to you. He said, if your son asks for a fish or bread, would you give him a stone? Something like that. Would you give him a snake? And of course not. You love your kids and God loves you and he's going to give you the answer. And that is the whole principle of it, of seeking and knocking. It's not, 
you know, pour this stuff on me. It's learning how to live in his kingdom where you can be blessed all the time. And so you don't have to be discouraged. If you're discouraged, it's a sure sign that you don't believe him, that you're not believing. And then beyond that, you're not seeking. If you stop seeking, you're going to get depressed. If you stop knocking, you're going to get depressed because that means you're not taking the energy to get in the Word of God and find out what He has to say or get on your knees and find out that encouragement that you need, that direction that you need to have that thing that you're asking Him for. He's so cool. I mean, He really loves you and He really gives you the answers. And to me, it's the most exciting thing when I'm going, God, you know, why isn't this happening? What am I doing wrong? What's going on? And he gives me a direction. That means to me, he's not saying no. He's saying, oh, you got some adjustments to make here. He's not saying no. And so, you know, he really is leading us on that narrow path as we've been talking about. And so how can you get discouraged when you know the outcome? How can we get discouraged when we're constantly seeking? That is a revelation. That is a cool revelation. If you're constantly seeking, you won't get discouraged. You won't feel down. I'm thinking of um, when God said to, I think it was um, it was Cain and Abel, and I think he was saying it to um, Cain, why are you looking so downcast? You have every opportunity anyone else does. I love all my children now. I'm reading between the lines, but he said sin is always going to be knocking at your door. And, you know, your part is to not let it in. And why would you call it sin? Because if you're not seeking, you're not knocking. How is he going to open that door for you? If you're not seeking after him, how important really is it to you? What's the most important thing to you? Ask yourself. And if you're like, well, I don't know, and you're distracted and, you know, you're just living the life of whatever happens, happens for a reason, Okay, Sarah, Sarah, God calls the shots. He's omnipresent. I mean, he's um, sovereign and he calls all the shots and he is omnipresent. But, you know, if you're just thinking that you're this little, um, um, I don't know what, what the word is I'm looking for, but, you know, like he's playing with you and, and maybe like a cat bats a ball in whichever way he decides, that's not true. He's given us all free will. We get to choose him. And he told us all the directions. And when you receive him, he's going to give you understanding. He's going to give you answers. And so, you know, he's not just putting you here and putting you there and and putting doom on you and putting blessing on you. It's your choice. Um, Deuteronomy says, choose life. I've given you life and death. Choose life. So it's our choice, just like in the garden. Adam and, Adam and Eve had a choice. So when we follow after God, we're going to be blessed. He's going to give us answers. And he's going to treat us like royalty because we're his. But if we don't choose him and we walk the other way, he still loves you, but it saddens him. And when you walk the other way, you are going to live in disappointment. You are going to think the worst because Satan has taken over in your thinking. And you know it's in your thinking. Um, that's why the word tells us to take captive every thought because Satan comes in your thinking and he tries to discourage you. And that's why it's so important to keep seeking every day. Get up, keep seeking him. Don't even allow your mind to think that you're going to quit and give up. Cause if you do, then you've given Satan reins in your life. He's so excited when you decide you're going to quit and give up 
because he knows you're meditating his way and that he can control you. And so the thing is, if you keep on seeking, you keep on knocking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking, you're not going to get discouraged and God's going to answer you. And really then, you know, you're proving the most important thing to you is seeking after God and that answer and his blessings. And you know, that is so important to him that you receive from him, that you have his blessings because then you shine. Then you're representing him. Then you're showing the father, you're showing that he is good. When we call ourselves Christians and we don't receive from him, um, we don't look so good and we don't make God look so good. And so that's the other reason he wants you to keep on seeking, keep on knocking. So you get revelation knowledge so you can get to that place where you're receiving from him. He said it's impossible to please him without faith because when you have faith in him, then he can start moving in your life. And when you have faith, that means you've taken the time to search him out, to seek. And so the thing is, you don't want to stop. You want to make it your lifestyle. You want to make it your lifestyle that you're always seeking after him for answers. We're never going to have all the answers. There's so much that we can't see without him. We just get a little glimpse here and there when he gives it to us. And he's going to give it to the person that is seeking and knocking, the person that is taking him seriously. Um, I, I just felt him prompting me to talk about, you know, the disciples were saying, um, why couldn't we cast this demon out? And just even knowing that um, the epilepsy is a demon is something that we are not going to learn or even see or believe on the wide path. And I guess he's having me tell you this just to have a little glimpse of the truth. So epilepsy is not a condition um, and one that you have to take medication for like the world thinks. They're living in the dark. But Jesus showed us in Matthew 17 when the disciples said, why couldn't we cast him out? When the father said he has this demon and it throws him around and Jesus casts out the demon, that's, that's light. That's true. That's revelation that we don't have to take medication and we don't have to um, go through really anything except to know that it's a demon and we need to get it, get rid of it. And so anyway, that's just a little highlight of walking on that narrow path and having the knowing of the truth. Jesus said that we have a false truth in the world and his truth is truth. It is the very thing that we need to live in his kingdom on the earth, to stay on that narrow path, and then to move in with him when we leave here, to hear his voice. And so we have to keep on seeking, keep on knocking every day, all the time. Keep on seeking, keep on knocking, and you'll never be discouraged. So God is telling me to tell you today. And it's an exciting thing when we stop seeking, we stop knocking, we stop hearing the word, of course, we're going to get discouraged because faith comes by hearing the word. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing the word. And so God is saying to us today that we'll never be discouraged. The scripture says, no man who believes in him, who adheres to and relies on him and trusts in him. And if you're seeking him all the time, you're relying on him and trusting him. Um, will ever be put to shame or be disappointed. I told this story before. I don't know um, if you heard it or not, but I was in the beginning of believing God. 
And um, I, I was so wanting to know for sure what I was hearing was right because it sounds crazy sometimes when you try to look at it logically. And so he gave me the scripture and um, he said, you'll never be disappointed if you trust me. And so I said, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to be disappointed. So you won't be disappointed. And while you're seeking him and trusting him and relying on him, you're not going to be depressed or discouraged. Isn't that cool? And so if you said that prayer in the beginning, then, you know, you're going to start seeing things you didn't see before, like knowing epilepsy is really a demon that needs to be cast out. Well, why aren't we doing that? Because we don't have that information. We don't have that info. We go to the hospital and we live the world's way. And God is calling us to get on that narrow path. And there's so many things that we could eliminate. And, you know, we are to do that greater work. And so on that narrow path is where we're going to start doing that greater work. And one of those things are to cast out demons. It's not really that big a deal. Satan is just a liar. And God already, um, Jesus already took authority over him and he gave us his authority. I wanted to tell you when my son was born, um, he, he, well, he was about three and he was having a seizure. And it was a kind where he just looked right through me. He didn't even see me. And I was very familiar with him because I worked with a developmentally disabled for 10 years. And so my first thought wasn't to call the doctor anymore because I was experiencing this new life, living in the kingdom of God right here on the earth. And so I said, God, what do I do? And he said, bind the enemy. So it's Satan, I bind you in Jesus' name. And like that, that seizure stopped. So it's not that big a deal. So, you know, I could have said, oh, man, he's epileptic, and I get him on medication, take him to the doctor. But I saw a new way of living. And when you get born again, you're going to see that truth. And when you keep on seeking without stopping, you're going to see that truth, too. So thank you so much for listening today. And God bless you.